This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Civic View. I'm your host, Chance Levins, and I serve as your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. One of my primary roles is to help facilitate communication between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we believe in transparency and we value civic engagement. And we hope this podcast will be a great opportunity for both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview. So 2020, it has been, it's been a wreck. We've been through some hurricanes. We've been through a pandemic. We're still going through a pandemic, actually. Right. <laughs> Hopefully there won't be no any more hurricanes. So we'll knock on wood on that one. Um, but that's okay because we still have a bright future here in Crestview, and we're really excited about it, especially here at the city or all over the city. Absolutely. And uh, so uh, thank you for joining us for the premiere episode of Civic View. And um, with me today, I have city manager Tim Baldock. Hey, Chance. Uh, man, I am so excited about this project uh, as you know uh, i've been I've, I've been it's something that we've been wanting to do for a long time and i'm really looking forward to uh, you know we like any opportunity we can connect with our citizens but man the idea of a podcast and just just a way that we can hand out information get information out um in, a, in another format just excites me man i'm looking forward to it. it's been a busy couple of weeks but but i'm i'm excited about where we're going with this for sure yeah, it absolutely has been a busy uh, few weeks, especially leading up to the election if you ignored the storm. But the the main thing, and I'm excited as well, so communications is something that I'm studying and it's something right. that I'm very excited about. And being able to connect with people in a situation that's not related to Facebook or Instagram right. or the local news uh, is awesome. So right. we want to reach as many people as we can, and that's another reason why I'm so excited for this podcast as well. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking that, uh, you know, people really like to talk about how much time they spend in traffic. So I'm thinking our yeah. podcast is a great idea for the time you spend yeah. in traffic. There you go, Cressy. So if you're stuck in traffic every day coming back from Eglin or Fort Walton Beach, we've got the perfect thing to keep you entertained while you're while you're doing that. That's right. Um, but back to topic. So, so today we're going to talk about the future. I think that's a great topic for us to start this off with. Absolutely. And for someone who is multiple generations from Crestview and uh, have seen what we have and haven't accomplished over the last 36 years, I'm really excited about what we have on the horizon for Crestview. And so what I really want to do or what I'd really like to ask you about is what are you excited about as coming sure. in and being our city manager? What's maybe one or two of the projects that you are most amped up about? Right. So we, we have so much going on, uh, you know, in this first year and a half, uh, here at the city as the city manager, man, we, we've just, it seems like it's been back to back to back big projects. And so, um, it's hard to pick what I'm the most excited about one, uh, you know, obviously probably the Foxwood country club idea, the concept, um, is very exciting to me. I think it's a, um, a, a great opportunity for us to fill a void here, um, from a recreation and just a, a, a community need perspective, why you are a city, um, you know, being able to meet the needs of our residents from a, from a recreation and, and outdoor opportunity perspective. So I'm very excited about Foxwood and, and the potential that that poses for us uh, there's there's a lot of other uh, big big things that we have going on some of them aren't quite as cool necessarily you know we got big things going in infrastructure and, and transportation and, and things like that but 
it's hard to get excited about roads unless you're stuck in traffic listening to this. Right. Or, or stormwater unless your yard is actively flooding. Correct. So, which right. some people had happen over the last week. But I think traffic and stormwater may be things people could get excited about <laughs> following Hurricane Sally. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. we, we uh, One of the things I thought was interesting I saw on uh, Word of Mouth, because you Word of Mouth uh, this last week, was uh, a post about how we need to come up with a way to bypass that P.J. Adams and Antioch Road wasn't sufficient and i thought well, wait a second we're spending a uh, hundred million dollars uh, between the county and the city and and the state to do exactly that so i wanted to post a picture of it yeah yeah it's that's something we we get a lot frankly you know um, absolutely and, and it's just like we we're, we're literally doing something about it you know i mean if we had that magic wand and we could make time go like that right. on a project I, you know we would Right. But set. unfortunately, we can't. So things take time. Yeah, I think another one, Chance, if I might, uh, another thing that I'm really excited about is is the uh, Crestview Commons. Mm. Uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of questions about that as well. You know, Crestview Commons is going where the where the old uh, Asian restaurant is there on 85 with the under new management sign. Um, and I actually got a chance to speak with them today. Uh, with the the developer for the project, I spoke with their engineer, and and we're working with them right now. There, there's a, a gas line that has to be moved, and so the reason they're not under construction is because there's a high pressure gas line that uh, we thought we would get moved in the spring, but because of COVID, we ran into some problems with that. So it looks like it's going to be, um, you know, towards the end of the first of next year. But I actually, was able to work with them today on doing a, a partial permit. So they're actually going to get to come in and do some clearing. And people are going to start seeing equipment move, and and that stuff's exciting to me. Yeah, that'll be great. With people being able to see something actually taking place, it'll finally... It, there won't be that crest, Crestview myth, you know, that, right. that Crestview myth of, oh, well, they're always talking about doing something, but they never end up doing anything. Right. Well, sorry to break it to you, but we're doing something about right. it. That's, that, <laughs> is, that is absolutely the plan. We've got meetings with the Department of Transportation next week with the, with the developer to talk about Hospital Drive and the intersection that's going to be created there. Uh, we've got the plans in for the road connection. Um, we've got plans in for the development itself. We're at about 60% construction plans on the development they've got five national um, retail stores uh, service and sales uh, stores that have um, letters of intent to to fill those spaces and they've actually got uh, four different restaurants competing for the two restaurant locations in the front i actually took that call this afternoon or this morning so i'm very excited about that that's that's something that um you know i was I'm just like everybody else. I want to see some movement out there. And so I, I, I wanted to, I reached out to them and they called me back today and, and let me know a little bit where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. And no offense to anyone that owns a restaurant. We love all of our businesses of here in Crestview, but you know, just having another one or two would be a right. wonderful thing. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, that's something that everyone can be excited about and sure. it will be exciting seeing that uh, going forward and seeing some things actually moving and happening. Yeah. Yep. Um, Another thing that we have that's coming up that's kind of a big deal. Some people don't know about it uh, because they may not be paying attention to local level politics, and that's part of what we're trying to change. But that's going to be our charter amendment uh, changes that we're proposing and that people will be voting on on Election Day on November 3rd. So let's let's take a minute to talk about that. Okay, so so you guys are going to be doing, or we're going to be doing some podcasts specific to the amendments themselves. Yes. But really, we, we're looking at a, a few areas of the charter that 
uh, needed to be addressed following the last charter amendment. So we did a, uh, the city did a charter amendment to bring in a city manager, uh, which I'm grateful for, for obvious reasons. Uh, but, uh, you know, during that process, it was like creating a whole new world here in Crestview. And so there were things in the charter that didn't get picked up that needed to be addressed. And so some of that's, that's a part of this process. So some of the items we're talking about are going to be functional. Uh, my relationship with the uh, city clerk and how, what parts of business we handle, that's one of the items. Um, a, a bigger one, though, is the, and maybe we spend some time talking about this one, but is the distribution of districts. Uh, you know, how how does it break up? Uh, right now we have five council members. Three of those council right. members are in, in individual districts. Right. They live in the priest or the district, excuse me, that they represent. That's correct. Yeah. Right. And so then you've got two that are that are um, at large. But those three uh, districts are uh, it's I think it's important that we have an equitable distribution of the residents of Crestview inside those districts. That's the point. Yeah. And so so when we look at that, we, we want to make sure that we're paying attention to when we looked at the changes, one of the questions I got is, are we, you know, by making these changes, are you reducing the impact of a certain demographic, whether it be, you know, a racial, uh, a, a racial group or a race group or a um, uh, socioeconomic status group or, or something along that lines? And right. actually, when we look at the statistics for how we've um, proposed the, the new outline, it actually does a better distribution of that and gives uh, better representation in in certain districts to ensure that we keep the um the um the the council the way that it is right now so we we've always had a diverse council for for many many years uh, crestview has been one of the few around here that has been successful in ensuring that there's some diversity on yeah, our council absolutely. and we want to maintain that and i had a little bit of concern that if we continued the growth patterns the way that we were that some of that might get reduced yeah and and we'll have an episode coming up with councilman labeouf where we we right. go through we go into that a lot deeper and we'll actually get into some of the statistics of it and right. what's currently what you're seeing and you know what you'll see if the proposed changes go through and, and a few other those things um so that's something to look forward to in our future podcast right. and we'll be getting those out before the election so that you as citizens can go into that election understanding what you're actually looking at you right know? so maybe you won't get voter fatigue as they say and you've right. done all these other votes and then you're getting down to the bottom part and you're like oh what is this sometimes you know if you go right. in with that knowledge and that understanding and that power right and you're an empowered voter it, it's nothing to sit down and go i already know what i'm going to put on you know like i understand what this means already right. and i'm going to go for it yeah hopefully everybody that goes in the booth understands what they're voting on before oh, they vote yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's you know i'm a political science student i like to see it work uh so you know we that's that's uh that's what this is all about is providing that education and at the end of the day chance these the charter is the constitution for the citizens of crestview so it's not what i want it's not what the current council wants really it it what it all comes down to is what's best for the citizens and and you get a chance to choose that's why i love local government it's local decisions made locally exactly and and it's it's your voice and your representation our council meetings are open to the public right you you have the right to speak it you really do affect more change on a local level and it's sad because a lot of people don't understand that they don't buy into it they don't engage with it right maybe they don't have time uh, you know or, or other things like that and some of these uh charter amendment changes are can address some of that stuff absolutely absolutely what i think we find too is sometimes people just don't care until they do 
and that yeah and it's usually after the fact and and we want to talk about why things are not going the way we wanted them to when we had an opportunity to vote on it exactly you know why are my taxes higher well we've been talking about it for a year now and no one showed up so right (laughs) right um all right so that that's great and uh one of the other things that we i wanted to touch on here are a few of the um you know COVID. I want to talk about COVID a little okay. bit. I want um, I want us to go over, you know, people who have paid attention to the council meetings probably know, but I ho- I'm hoping to reach people that aren't necessarily paying attention to the council meetings. I want sure. them to civic engage and, and do that going forward. But at this point, maybe they don't know. They don't understand what all we went through as a city in order to help make sure, you know, that we prepared ourselves for the right. future of what's going to happen and, and what has happened so far, not just physically fiscally but in other aspects as well right. so i would like to talk about that if you don't mind for, sure uh, sure no. a little bit anyways yeah so so covid um obviously was it, it's just a whole new world for everybody uh, in the job that i do even and so you know not only are we new to the form of government here in crestview but in addition to that we we got all these brand new ideas like pandemics and and things like and and, and rallies and things like that but you know so with covid what what we did initially is we made very quick decisions from a fiscal standpoint so we stopped spending as soon as covid jumped across the pond is the way you typically hear me refer to it as as soon as it jumped across the pond we i froze spending at the city because there was uh, obvious it was obvious it can became obvious very quickly that it was going to have an economic impact we had no idea what that would be right and so we just stopped spending if we if we didn't absolutely have to spend it we didn't we froze vehicle purchases we froze um any any sort of um project that was not absolutely essential for daily operations of the city we froze that spending that was a, that ended up being a, a wise move um we also knew as soon as they started to close as soon as the the governor and the president started recommending the closure of certain businesses we knew that was going to create an economic crisis so we we put it we in, uh, implemented i'm sorry some programs um to our residents where we um you know we froze late fees on on water utilities water and sewer and we uh, then we implemented a grant program right. and we took the lead on the grant program we really. were the first I ones mean. to get it done and the first <laughs> ones to distribute the money and what was cool about that is it was a public private partnership and that we put seventy five thousand in it and then we we were able to raise the funds to bring the total amount to a little over a hundred thousand dollars that was given and every bit of it has been given out to small businesses uh, or businesses inside of our community and 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 that's um, one of the things we're more proud of, I think, in in COVID, so we also we also made some changes internally mm. in how uh, our employees interact. Uh, it's made doing business more difficult. So you know, we're I am a very I'm very much a customer service driven uh, manager leader right. here. Um, my if if you ask the people that work for me, they know I'm going to say, if you don't want to serve the public, you shouldn't be in public service. Well, that's what we're here to do, and exactly. so it's always customer centric. It's always the customer first. Well, I'm struggling personally with that um, from COVID because it does not allow us to have that interaction that we typically would have had, and we've had days that we've been closed that we you know ha- has caused us to delay in some of our inspections and, and things like that. So that's been uh, quite a bit of a struggle um 
we we made uh, scheduled changes for the fire department. We we did things to ensure that I would always have public safety um, workers available. So that meant that some of them that had secondary jobs and things were not allowed to do that uh, because we couldn't put them at additional risk. And as this has developed and and we've gotten to the place where we are right now, um, I feel like we have a pretty good handle on you know what's going on, the steps that we need to take to keep people well. We've had uh, you know a minimal amount of direct impact from actual um, people getting sick yeah. uh, at the city, which is good. Um, you know, statistically, that means uh, I would imagine that we could could extrapolate from that that we've done a decent job of keeping people as distant as is necessary and hands clean and things like that without um, adding additional burden on our on our. Um, on the citizens uh we didn't enact any yeah. you know mask ordinances well, or anything we, like that we also you know we did our best not to create any additional anxiety on top of right. what everyone's already you know struggling with and going through and you know so I, I think that right i think that the response that we went through was was proper and correct i yep. mean no one no one has a crystal ball no one can see the future sure. so but the thing I think it's important, uh, if I can relay this, uh, Chance, is that everything that we do here at the city, um, we try to take a systematic scientific approach to it. So I don't, I don't just sit in my office and make decisions by myself. I, I you know, we we research the data. We spend a lot of time, uh, you know, uh, phone calls with Pat Maddox uh, over at the Emergency Operations Center. We brought Dr. Chapman in to speak to our council members at the very beginning of the pandemic and you know we took all the information they had and then we looked at what we were seeing for cases here locally and we made decisions based on those facts with the best information we had and then when we needed to change them we did uh that that was our approach and that will continue to be our approach as we move forward we've seen i think a, a level of success with that and that's what we're going to continue to do yeah and uh, you know it's it's rough for everyone right now Absolutely. still um there are a lot of people that are still going through you know some of this and um, we'll, we'll get through it as a community. I, I've, I fully believe that. I believe that too. All right. So uh, I think next um, we got maybe one more thing I want to talk about uh, before we go. And it doesn't sound exciting, but I'm pretty excited about it. And that is actually the mobility study and some of the things that we're trying to get going with downtown. Right. Right. So, yeah, any any healthy city needs a good downtown. And and the city of Crestview, when I came here, as most people know, I came here from the city of Fort Walton Beach. I was down there for over a decade and managed and operated and directed there. Uh, part of the, what I did was their planning department. And so one of the greatest frustrations I had was was uh, just our lack of resources from transportation perspective. You know, people think traffic is bad here in Crestview, and it is bad. But here we have interstate, railroad, air, airport, you know, so we have economic opportunities. But our downtown, in the, the downtown in Fort Walton is right, you know, Highway 98 runs dead through the middle of it. Right. And so it makes it impossible to do some of those things that, that you really want to do to have a, just a cool downtown. Crestview's not that way. With Main Street and Wilson and, and this whole corridor that we have right here, now we have a downtown overlay district um, inside of that space man the 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 opportunities are limitless and so we've over the years through their community redevelopment agency um at crestview we've been spending money on on pieces of the of the whole but not really determining where we want to end up and so by looking at this mobility study what it's going to do is say okay how do we create a walkable community with the real estate that we have down there by real estate i mean the the parts that the city controls so the roads the sidewalks all of that kind of exactly. stuff. We're yeah. going to look at how do you get interconnectivity inside of our main street. 
you know, uh, my daughter works um, in, in Crestview in downtown. And so we our office is on Wilson and I can walk down there and meet her for lunch. But if we're walking on Main Street, we can't walk side by side because of the trees and, you know, just the way that that stuff, the streetscape is cool. I mean, it's nice that we did streetscape and we put all those pavers in, but but you can't get down the street. Yeah. And so what this mobility study does is it, it it's puts a break, puts the brakes on all that and says, okay, what, what, what foundational um, changes need to be made in order to ensure that we can create a walkable community? And then how do we get there from here? What's that map going to look like? Yeah. And that, and that was, that's what I was going to follow up with there is so as far as what that map looks like, I, you know, I know it's hard to say timeline wise, but you know, are we talking a couple of years or uh, to, to actually implement the changes or to sure. get the plan? Yeah. I mean, I know I, well, both actually. Let's... Okay. So the plan is going to be, they're going to be on a very strict timeline. So sometime in the spring, we'll have the plan will be complete. Uh, we'll have some very, uh, we, we actually engaged a company called matrix, which is a local contractor, uh, local being that they're in the County. Um, and they will be coming in to to do the meetings. They'll they'll get all of the research data, but then we're going to have some very public meetings. Uh, and they and it's I've worked with this company before. It's really cool. They come in, they get all the ideas from the public, and then that night they've got some uh, actual architects and stuff that will draw the plan on on big crate paper, craft paper, and they bring us back in for another meeting the next day. And as a community, we can look at it and say, yeah, this is what we want to be. Then they go out and they draft the plan. So we'll see the completion of that sometime by the springtime. Okay. And then we'll begin to implement. We put aside in the CRA budget, we put aside a little over 400000 towards beginning the implementation of that. Now, we'll get recommendations from them on what we need to do. And that, you know, money is going to determine how fast we can make those, those improvements. And so part of what I've challenged them with is here's our budget moving forward develop me a plan that I can see progressive improvement over the years without going in debt. So we're not, and so we're not just building one thing and then just going, okay, that was it. And right. we've walked away from it essentially. Right. right. There's things in a, in a, in a um, successful downtown area, you've got to have parking, you've got to have walkability, right. but right now we put our premium on parking. Our parking eats up every other component for main street. So you can park on Main Street, but you can't walk around safely and you can't pull out and you can't, you know, those are the things that you, we have. We have very cool alleys and side streets that a, that a thriving Main Street has to have. We've got great bones, but the problem is you got 45 degree parking and then you have alleyways. Mm-hmm. And so you can't see the stop signs and you can't see around the corners and it's dangerous. Yeah. It can get a little bit perilous when you're oh, it's around a, lunchtime, you're driving down Main Street, you yep. go slow. It's like, <laughs> it's like playing Frogger, you know, you're trying not to get hit. Definitely. Great game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that that will probably wrap it up for our uh, premiere episode of Civic View. I'm glad that you joined us. I'm, yeah. I appreciate that you joined me. I'm glad the listeners have joined us. Yeah. And and going forward in the future, I'm I'm extremely excited for this. Um, everything that we're doing here, uh, our interaction on social media, um, what we're doing now by live streaming the city council meetings. Right. You know, just push that we're trying to do and. Um, to, to get everyone involved. You know, I really would love to see, I really would love to have conversations with people that are all ages right. about local government because right. it really is important. It, the news makes it feel like, hey, 
you know, if you the presidency is the only thing that you need to vote for, and maybe you need to get up in arms about who's your Senate representative or who's in the House, but to be real with you, the things that affect you on a daily basis, they're you know, right here. They are right here. That's right. Where you are. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's why I, I love local government. That's why you know I have stayed in local government is because this is the place where we can affect real change. Anything above you know municipal and county government, once you get beyond that, it it's like moving a barge. And so, you know, uh, this is where we can affect real change. We have an opportunity. Um, you, as the citizens of Crest, you have an opportunity to, to be a part of where we're going. And it's going to be it's going to be cool. We got a lot of things going on. And so I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking. I appreciate you taking on this this uh, um, podcast for us. I think it's going to be great. I love uh, the fact that here in Crestview, you know, you wouldn't a couple of years ago. I don't think you would have people would have said Crestview's the first doing anything from a technology perspective. Yeah, so definitely not. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love seeing us get out there and try to try to you know push out and make get the communication out there as much as possible. So thanks for having me on. You're doing a great job, and I look forward to seeing where this goes. Cool. All right, and thank you, Crestview, for listening. And that will do it for us. And we'll uh, see you in the, or well, you'll hear us in the next episode.